From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Welcome. Hello. You're listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. And we're really excited to have Daniel Reynolds, who's the Vice President of and the head of content marketing and digital strategy at Hilton. And Hilton, I don't know if you've been following it, but they've been doing some pretty cool things in the digital space. Mm -hmm. And he's been at Hilton for a couple years now, and he's going to tell us about that strategy and what he's doing. And it's all by design that it's so cool. But, you know, making things cool is hard to do. So we're really excited to have Daniel with us. Hello. Hi. Yeah. Hi, guys. I'm, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Very cool. So before we get into your strategy, and like, I'm curious also whether you changed things radically or you were on a, con- you know, continu- continuing what Hilton already started. Mm. But tell us a little bit about your background and mm-hmm. how, how come they hired you? What, what did you have? What did you bring to Hilton that g- made them rely on you for creating this new strategy? Uh, sure. So, Quick, quick uh, background. I started my career in automotive advertising. Mm. Um, actually, I'm from Pennsylvania, so oh, nice. uh, good, good, good hometown. We always like uh, that. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I went out to Los Angeles and started my career in automotive advertising. Uh, Is that like a ago. sub area? Like you become an expert in car advertising? I, I did. Yeah, I spent um, I spent the first two years of my career going through a marketing rotation program at Toyota, nice. learning media, creative, mm. uh, CRM. So it really was like a front row seat to how a big automotive brand markets. Mm. Um, then I turned that into. Well, you know, let me years. just stop you for one second. If you look yeah. at Interbrand, which rates the hundred top brands in the world, you know, there's a lot of CPG, but there's a lot of car brands. So really, I yeah. would guess car branding matters a lot. Yeah. It matters a ton. I mean, it's one of the, it's the second biggest investment you'll make in your life generally. Mm-hmm. And that choice is so personal, at least here in the United States, it, it for a long time was a, a part of you. It was yeah, totally yeah. But the idea that the brand matters, oh, I mean, that's huge. what Interbrand says, you know, 100%. clearly you would think the car, it's a big purchase, like you're saying, you know. The, how much horsepower it has All or leather stuff. seats or whatever. Right. But yeah. what Interbrand is saying is, and this is, I'm just saying with regard to your marketing job, that a very big part of the decision 100%. is actually the brand, yeah. if you think, even in cars. Because if you think about it, going from point A to point B, Daniel, it, I mean, that's a car, lots of cars can do that. So it's like, what you know, especially in particular tiers of pricing, right? How different are they? Well, a big part of that is what that brand promise is all about, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. A brand brand and how it communicates itself uh, is so important when you're making a purchase decision that big. And, and, you know, I've been able to carry some of those learnings through to my time here at Hilton. Mm -hmm. So um, in automotive, I spent about 10 years uh, doing a variety of different jobs. But my my last job there was running the Lexus brand in digital. Nice. Um, And that was at the time that social media was really becoming a tool in the toolkit Mm -hmm. as well as branded content. So I was leading something called L Studio. And we okay. did a show called uh, Web Therapy with Lisa Kudrow. And it was one oh, of the first shows oh, cool. designed That's for YouTube. Awesome. Oh, very cool. So tell amazing. us about was, that. I want really... to, Lisa Kudrow was on it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's very cool. <laughs> and so, you know, that was uh, sort of my first foray into um, how important content can be in creating mm. relationships mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. 
customers and helping them see themselves in a brand. And so I, I turned that into then a moment or an opportunity to come to Disney. Uh, oh, Disney nice. was uh, kind of at the, the cusp of social media. They were trying to figure out what to do with it. And they said, what hey, year we need was some this? Help. This was around uh, 2011, so okay. 2010, 2011. And my first job there was to help them write a social strategy for all their brands and franchises. Nice. And uh, eventually turn that into a, a network of over, you know, 500 different digital properties that we were producing digital content for. So think about, you know, everything from Cinderella to Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you wait, know, wait, let me, I, before you get there, yeah. it's kind of, your background is just so interesting to me. I have tons of questions Thanks. about it. One of the things. You're saying at Disney now they're media creators, but you're talking about helping them create a you know digital strategy, a social media strategy. How different was the thinking from creative media to thinking about digital media? Like you're describing it as if it was a, a shift, you know, something mm. they didn't do before. Mm. But they're a media company, so what was different? Mm. It, it was a shift, and they are the you know they're an amazing media company, an amazing storytelling company. So right, right. What the shift was is now letting your audience participate in the ah, creative process. Yes. So how do we understand what customers want differently? How do we listen to conversations and use that to drive the types of platforms we're on, the types of creative we're putting out in the world, and letting us co-create around IP that generally was kind of a one a one-way story. Right. Um, nice. You, Interesting. You know, that I can and, really resonate with that. I'm curious if this is the way it works. Like when we teach, sometimes we lecture out, and that's what old Disney would be. And sometimes we entertain conversation in the classroom. And that sounds like what you're talking about. 100%. And I find that like a much more creative process. It's a much process. better process, yeah. 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 Is that what people found when you introduced that to them? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we, you know, in that time, we're learning about how uh, 90s Disney kids who grew up with those sort of, you know, mm-hmm. animated films from right. the 90s that they loves, like The Little Mermaid, actually right. wanted to engage with the brand, but maybe didn't have uh, an outlet. And mm. so building this sort of relationship with them in social uh, gave us that connection that now, you know, might be turned into a streaming customer. Um, so, yeah, that participative storytelling around brand is what then... You know, I spent about 10 years uh, at Disney in different capacities, nice. um, helping grow that area of the business. And then Hilton called me and said, hey, we're, you know, coming out of this COVID moment mm. and mm-hmm. have a, um, you know, there's a strong demand for travel and, and people have this pent up demand for travel and our brand. Um, we're about to launch a brand platform and we'd really love someone to come in and help us tell this story and, and build a content practice here at Hilton. And uh, I was so excited to get the phone call and talk to the team here. They had such a clear vision uh, about what Hilton for the stay, which is our brand platform, could become and the why behind that, which I can talk a little bit more about. And so I made the transition. Uh, we moved from Los Angeles to Washington, wow. D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the middle of January. So you could tell I really was I was excited to come do this job because it was quite cold here. And yeah. uh, I started building. Uh, Wait, I, I get. Let me let me start one more time. I just because I, yeah. you're you're telling like really big stories with simple little sentences, and there sounds like there's so much there. Like one of the things I wanted, and then I'm curious how that translated into Hilton. So if I start with um, if I start with um, 
with Lexus way back when. One of the things that I thought is a lot of that YouTube video and a lot of that social media was trying to engage younger people in the Lexus brand before even they were ready to buy. Because if you look at the average age owner of a Lexus, it's like 50. or I mean, they're expensive cars. People can't really buy them when they're really young. And, and these young people can't even drive half the time. So one of the ways to create this brand loyalty so when they're ready and they have the money would be through social media. That, that, or yes. is, is that, was that part of the thinking? Yes, absolutely. How do you attract new customers? Um, especially in a luxury brand where, to your point, the price point is quite high, but also the purchase cycle is quite long. So if you think about a lease is three years, a purchase on average is seven years, how do you maintain elasticity in people's mind? And how do you keep that connection? Content, storytelling, social Mm. uh, is a way to do that. And that's, you know, here at Hilton, a big part of how that's what I, that's where I was going. Yeah, Yeah. I was thinking because Hilton, you know, I mean, you're making it cool now, but it was kind of an old brand for a while. And like older people might've known it. Mm -hmm. And how did these young people find out about it? And if you're not on social media, they're just not going to know that brand and they're not going to choose that place to stay. Um, So I was wondering if that was explicit in the creative strategy to think about things like that. A hundred percent. And true here. Um, When you think about our portfolio, we have over 22 brands and, um, you know, those brands span from our newest brand, which is uh, Spark, kind of for more of of an economy customer Mm. coming into the system, all the way up to luxury brands like Waldorf Astoria. And then some of our lifestyle brands like Curio and Tapestry and Canopy Mm. Mm -hmm. that really are all about how we, you know, bring in new customers who are looking for unique travel experiences mm, mm-hmm. um, tailored to them. And so social and storytelling uh, that we can do in social and digital channels is absolutely core to you know, how we're engaging those customers and Very making them aware of how we have uh, you know, a brand for everybody, essentially, yeah. in this mm-hmm. portfolio. This, yeah. I was just going to say, um, <clears throat> Daniel Reynolds, Vice President, Head of Content Marketing and Digital Strategy at Hilton, is joining us. And I want to ask about this. Barbara talks about this all the time, Daniel. The idea of inviting folks to co-collaborate, consumers to participate in this process of brand building. It, what are there uh, risks? Like you know, when you give up that control, and there's a there's a, there's a process that people are also inputting. Talk about that. Like, what is the what, how does that change the risk profile of you know executing on these digital strategies? And what's your what's your thought process about the decision calculus on making sure that things don't go sideways and all of that? Because that's actually mm-hmm. a benefit of you know only having a, a, a one way channel of communication is that you get to tightly yeah, control everything. Yeah, yeah. But here now everyone can you know say or do whatever and sort of be a part of that voice. What are your thoughts there? Um, I love that question. I think let's go back to. Um, who we are. So our brand platform, Hilton for the Stay, brand new. Uh, we didn't have a brand platform previously. Interesting. And what we learned is in hospitality, everybody was talking about the journey, getting there, the mm. trials of travel, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the transformative nature of travel. But they weren't talking about the hotel. The mm. hotel is noticeably missing. Interesting. And in all the research we did, we also heard from customers how important the hotel experience is to whatever they're doing, whether that's a family trip, a business trip, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get away with your girlfriends or whoever. And so that felt weird to us. That didn't feel right. Uh, and so we purposely focused on the stay because that's what we do best. I love that. building a great stay. Yeah. So now to bring it back to your question, 
how do we assess risk? I think when we know who we are and we enter into a situation grounded in our platform and who, uh, what it means to create a great stay, as long as that's our starting point, mm. the rest we can account for, we can manage for, because that's going to cut through Interesting. a lot of the stuff we probably shouldn't be doing or shouldn't be in or taking risk just for risk's sake. Mm. We're telling a story about who we are and that, that lets us operate in a really sort of authentic that. and real way. Um, I love that. Hilton so, for the stay. So, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I like it too because he's right. When you <laughs> think about travel right. stuff, it's all about like we're going to this this city and it has all this cool stuff in the yeah, city. It yeah, doesn't yeah. talk really about yeah. what's – so when you're talking about it, how much of – you know, America's question reminded me of traditional marketing went into before you started doing the social part and then I'd love you to talk about the creative. But um, – we teach, you know, as, you know, positioning, you know, segmentation, targeting, positioning. You got to have a point of difference. You got to. Did you do that kind of traditional strategy thinking before you started this social campaign? And and if so, what was the positioning? How were you positioning your stay different from these other competitors? Uh, absolutely. So a ton of research and strategy development went into the launch of our brand platform, and so, um, you know. Looking at the stay specifically, you know, our products and our team members, our product, first of all, helps create the stay. So think about um, when you walk into a hotel and the vibe that you feel, mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. bedding that you get into, 100%. Uh, the shower and the, the like, shower experience, like these little things that you just want to make sure are consistent and perfect. Mm-hmm. But then what really layers onto that is the team member experience and the experience you have with our team members. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Our founder, uh, you know, sort of notably said, we want to spread the light and warmth of hospitality. And that actually, you know, mm-hmm. travel can help bring people together in a way that makes the world, you know, a better place. And that, that is something our team members, that idea of light and warmth of hospitality truly live and breathe. And then we get to tell all the stories yeah, about that, about our products that. and our people. Interesting. And that's, you know, ultimately, you know, there's a lot of marketing strategy and data that went into how we landed 100%. here and how we go to market. But at the end of the day, it's it's that. And that's what shows up in the world. Interesting. I want to ask you a question because you're bringing up a really critical point, Daniel. I love what – this was not lost on me. You used – you probably said this three times in the last statement. You used the term team members. And I think that's pointing to the important point that I see a lot of companies miss, which is it's great to have the the big overarching premise of your ethos – but if at the point of contact, the people who are delivering are right at that moment of the experience aren't connected to that ethos or don't really understand the importance of living those values, the whole thing falls apart. It sounds like you have been very diligent and purposeful on making sure that everyone involved in this execution, whether it be you know the C-suite or the team members at the hotel delivering the experience directly, everyone's singing from the same sheet of music. How have you been able to create that kind of glue so that the brand can show up consistently in the way that you want it to? Yeah, and that's, I mean, I've been here two years. I think there are people around me who have been here 30, 40 years who have been building that brand ethos and that customer experience. So I, I think a lot of the credit goes to how strong uh, of, a, of a brand, you know, Hilton and our, you know, um, our sort of founder story and our, our sort of idea of spreading light and worth of hospitality has been over the years. I think for us, I can give you some examples about how we're bringing that to life. Um, 
in digital and social, for example, mm -hmm. you know, we have a whole team of people who are listening to the internet every single day, not just for topics around travel or our brands, but what are people talking about more broadly? What are the Interesting. sort of pain points people are having, like tired parents, for example, talking about how they wish they could just check into a hotel and uh -huh. peacefully take a, <laughs> take a rest or book talk, talking about how they'd love to check into a hotel for a weekend and read the next chapter or the next 10 chapters of their favorite book. Mm. And we're jumping into those conversations and doing, you know, saving stays at, you know, at Airbnb, for example, or other brands that may not be up to snuff. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also bringing, you know, sort of um, uh, surprise and delight moments to those 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 communities. So really understanding who those communities are, what they're talking about, and then how might we create stay experiences for them that, that absolutely surprise and delight them or, or go above and beyond what they would expect. So. so so I should just interrupt you because I know we I know we don't have that much time left, and I really do want you to talk about the creative because yeah. uh, we know that you produced a ten minute TikTok, and to me that's an oxymoron. Like I don't even understand what that means. So can you tell me what that is? Yeah. Um, so uh, we believe great things can happen when you stay at Hilton. I've already kind of talked about that mm -hmm. um, as the power of who we are. Mm -hmm. So when when TikTok last year announced that you could now create a 10 minute TikTok. We challenged ourselves creatively with our partners at TBWA uh, to say, could we tell a 10 minute stay story about the amazing things that happen in a way that would actually get people on TikTok who on average spend a few seconds watching right. content? <laughs> right, right. To literally stay with us for 10 minutes. <laughs> interesting, and interesting. We, I, we went through several rounds of what that could look like and we landed on uh, a great set of brains in the room who, you know, essentially said, let's go to the community of TikTok and let's bring the best storytellers out of that community mm -hmm. to help us tell this story about a health and stay. And so that's what we did. We assembled an all-star cast of great storytellers on the TikTok platform. We brought in our own Paris Hilton, uh, who we have, you know, mm -hmm. a great relationship with here at, at Hilton. Mm -hmm. And we wrote that story together. We co-wrote that story. Oh, so the whole process the was this co-creation. Yeah. Yes. And uh, people did stay. People stayed for 10 minutes. People stayed for 20 and 30. People watched it multiple times. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, so the story, the story of the stay came through. Um, it was so fun to watch that community react in such a positive way. Yeah, so we're out of time, but I got to ask the question America's always asked is like, what are your metrics? What are your, so you already told us engagement is clearly important, watching the content, but are you able to attach this content to conversion and can you make those connections? Mm. Yeah. So uh, there are a couple, you know, sort of key areas we look at. We look at, are we moving perception of the brand? Are we moving the brand forward in people's minds? Mm. And so that's a big part of how we measure. Uh, then, you know, we have to drive the business, the commercial components that we need to drive. And so are we leveraging, is, is our content digital strategy helping to drive in our media that we're using, driving conversion in an effective way day in and day out in our hotels? And so really my team is looking after the full gamut from a content media and and sort of experiential um, com you know, component to make sure that we're driving those brand metrics, but we're also driving those day-to-day -day, uh, commercial metrics using these channels and, and storytelling. 
Oh, that's great. That's incredible. Well, that's all the time we have left. Let me just, again, say who we've been talking to. Daniel Reynolds, who's the Vice President, Head of Global Content, Media, and Partnerships at Hilton. Mm. And if people are, enti- are interested in what you're talking about, where can they go to find out more about these campaigns yep. and all the cool things that are going on at Hilton? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the best way is uh, to follow Hilton on Instagram, YouTube, and go to Hilton.com. And uh, even even better, Become a Hilton Honors member. Mm. Yes, yes, <laughs> I yes, am. Get access, <laughs> get, yes. A, get access to this world. But guys, thank you for uh, this is for awesome. having me and letting me talk about Hilton for this day and what we're up to here at Hilton. It was a lot of fun. We thank appreciate you. you. Thanks very much. That's all we have time for today. We'd like to thank our producers, Dan Simpkins and Dana Cash. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We replay our show several times throughout the week. You can follow our show on Twitter at S. XM Marketing, and you can follow Business Radio at SXM Business for information about our programming. And take a look at Knowledge at Wharton website to see all the Wharton podcasts of which we're the best. Thank you all for listening today. We'll be back next week. Till then, this has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn here with America's Read, Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.